Well, on this episode of Legally Unfiltered, we're going to discuss all the president's men, their strange things afoot at the Circle K and in Washington, D.C. these days. Anybody who's been watching the news knows that our current presidential administration is coming under some scrutiny. Um, that might be a little of an understatement, but there's a lot of things going on and a lot of wheels turning that some folks really don't understand as far as the legal process of what's going on. We've got folks taking pleas. We've got folks getting convicted on some counts, but not others. We've got other folks that are getting immunity from anything. H- how does this happen, Franz? Convicted, cutting deals, and immunity. That's my kind of a presidency right there. I mean, it, it sounds like a sexy movie plot. So, so, so correct me at any point I'm wrong here. We have Cohen who cut a deal. Michael Cohen, the president's attorney, who said I'd take a bullet for the president, decided to flip. Okay, so he's flipped. Now, we we think we know what his deal is, although it's possible, folks, in the federal system, part of the deal might be sealed in the court record that we just don't know about yet. So um, that covers our deal cutter. Uh, Manafort got convicted. Now, he's in a trick bag now, folks, because on the one hand, common wisdom is Manafort's Trump's boy. There's a possibility that Manafort's going to get what? A pardon. However, however, that's not certain. And one of the ways that Manafort might end up helping himself, even though he's been convicted, is to now cooperate against individuals, whomever they may be, that he might have information on that would help the government. Lastly, we have Weiselberg, who may have cut a small little deal. What's Now, Now, tell us about who Weiselberg is, uh, Richard. Weiselberg is an interesting character. Um, you, you hear the phrase cog in the machine or gear in the wheel. Folks, Weiselberg is the computer CPU that runs the engine. Weiselberg was the Trump Organization's chief financial officer. We're talking about the individual who knows every checking account, savings account, investment account, where who the dealers are, where the money goes, how much money goes, how much money comes in. This guy is guaranteed to have information that federal prosecutors are interested in. So let's talk about the federal landscape real fast, because what this episode really is about is you know, discussing federal issues in criminal cases that kind of justify or explain what's going on. So first and foremost, why would someone cut a deal in the federal criminal system? Let's start with that question. Well, here's the thing, guys. First of all, the federal system is not a high rolling, wheeling and dealing system like many state court systems. Generally, you're at the mercy of what the federal government, what the the U.S. attorney that's prosecuting you wants you to do in terms of pleas. However, the best way that you can put yourself in a wonderful position for either sentencing or resolutions is to cooperate with the government. While snitches may get stitches, they also get better sentences. We call this in the the federal system a 5K or a Rule 35 that basically your cooperation may get the federal government to file a motion with the court that lands you in a better position, i.e. less jail time, than you would have had had you not cooperated. If you've always wondered why people cooperate, that is the principal reason why. So what you're telling me is first to talk is first to walk. 
let me tell you, folks, that is the conundrum in this case because we have to assume that Cohen cutting that deal, we have to assume that deal was orchestrated because of cooperation. We know that the deal that Weiselberg cut has to have some kind of has to has to have some kind of cooperation component they get better resolutions by cooperating now what's different about this case is the president is involved and the president president has an authority to pardon now whether or not the president can pardon himself if he's accused of a crime or convicted of a crime that's a little dicey we we may leave that for another episode at another time but the president absolutely absolutely can pardon Cohen, Manafort, or Weiselberg. Now, if he doesn't pardon those individuals, then they're cooperating with the government, maybe, or, or, or out in the wind. However, if they start cooperating against Trump, it's unlikely that the president is going to pardon those individuals. So it's an extreme power. Now, in addition to the question of whether or not the president can pardon himself, which isn't it strange that we're even talking about that? It feels like a Magna Carta thing. It, re- it really does. Like you can't possibly have the ability to do that. But OK, let's let we're lawyers. And what do lawyers love more than anything else is hypotheticals. OK. Cohen has pled guilty. Now, first off, my spidey sense is tingling, and I know there's people out there who may not be a lawyer or who may not be as versed in this. Why on earth would somebody walk in front of the judge and say, Judge, I did it, when they have the right to a trial by jury? Franz, explain that. good Lord-fearing men and women who've never spent time in jail before don't want to spend time in jail. I mean, let's let's not mince words here. You cut deals because you don't want to go to pokey. And by the way, if you cut a good deal, you go to pokey for less time. So I have to imagine that what was put in front of him was a deal that either ensured less jail time or possibly the eligibility for probation. And, you know, look, federal prison, while there are a lot of people out there that that perceive a BOP facility as a... It's just a country club, right? It's just a country club. They play tennis. It's pokey. It's jail. There's bars there. So why in the world would he cut that deal? One, because they would have had to offer him something based on knowledge. Before he cuts any deal, most likely he goes in there and he does what we call debriefing. The deal is orchestrated in conjunction with the debriefing. And in that deal is, not only are we going to let you have this kind of plea to this kind of charge and this kind of range, while the judge ultimately makes the decision, we're not going to prosecute you for certain things you're giving us information, certain criminality that you're giving us information for, but be not mistaken. The answer to your question, why cut that kind of a deal, is he wants to spend less time in jail, and jail probably is a realistic threat in his world view right now. Um, Manafort, Manafort, if he's not pardoned and he's not cooperating, he's looking at a whole heap time of jail. So Manafort, Manafort is in a world of trouble right now, Richard. Um, you know that if you want to know the incentive for Manafort to stop, start cooperating now. And by the way, you can cooperate once you're convicted. After you're convicted, you can cooperate. It's, a, it's, a, it's not necessarily what we would call a 5K. It could be what's called a Rule 35. And your cooperation, if it helps the government in a prosecution, guess what? The government can file a motion to reduce your time. 
But what happens now to Manafort? Because as I understand it, and I may have the count wrong here, the actual counts. From what I understand, he was convicted on eight counts and mistrial on 10 counts. So, so they were hung on some and they convicted him on, on other ones. And then there's another jurisdiction that has the ability to prosecute him. But let me ask you this. Now, if, if it's a hung jury at the federal level, can the federal prosecutors seek retrial? They can seek retrial. So hypothetically, the president could go ahead and pardon Manafort on the first eight convictions. It's, it's a very strategic issue. And we could come back to trial on the other 10. So it's very possible that if he is, in fact, going to get pardoned, and, and there is a huge political issue with pardoning someone, because President Trump wants to be President Trump, and that means he wants to be President Trump after this term of office. So, and, and by that, I don't mean changing the Constitution and being emperor for life. So just here's getting the, reelected. Yeah, That's just getting all. reelected. So here's the deal. You know, he's got the government is going to use what leverage they can over any situation to dispose of cases. And by when I say dispose of cases, resolve cases. So Manafort's got a world of issues because he's been convicted. He can be retried. Now, if he's retried on those counts, the question is, is that really necessary for the sake of, 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 of justice? Because he's been convicted now. Part of some kind of cooperation might mean not being prosecuted in that other jurisdiction or working out some kind of resolution. You know, when the chips are down, Richard, when the chips are down and the ship is sinking and there is a life raft right over in the distance, folks will do funny things to get on that life raft. So we've got some really interesting issues going on. Now, Now the important thing to know is this. Immunity is different than, than a cooperation with a plea. Immunity means, in most cases, and there are different types of immunity that we won't necessarily go into because it's going to get confusing, but immunity generally means, hey, you're talking to the government, you're, you're a witness, or you're giving us information, and by the way, we're not prosecuting you for the information you're giving us. It's a wonderful ace to have in the hole, because normally, whereas defense attorneys, we don't like our clients that are accused of crimes to be talking to anybody because they, have, they haven't enjoyed this thing we call a right against self-incrimination, once you have immunity... You don't have to worry about that right against self-incrimination as long as you're being truthful to the federal government. And by the way, if you lie to the federal government, that's a crime too you can be prosecuted for. So immunity and what's going to happen with that is going to be very interesting. So we've talked about cooperation. We've talked about reductions based on that cooperation immunity. And we've, we've kind of talked a little bit about pardons and, and the political nature behind it. The kicker is this. If... Manafort is given a pardon for a case that he has been convicted of. He cannot be tried again for that case because we have what's called double jeopardy. Does he exercise at that point the right to remain silent? That is a strategic question, folks, because if Trump pardons him too early, then he cannot hide from being called as a witness under the auspice of Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. And if he lies to the government and is not truthful, he can be charged with more crimes. It is it is a cluster to be sure. Let me throw in the doomsday scenario. Manafort has been convicted. Let's say the president pardons him. Then for whatever reason, he's back on 
back on the stand, back in the spotlight, and he's talking, and he does something he's not supposed to, and suddenly he's in trouble again. He gets convicted a second time. Here's the doomsday scenario. If you're President Trump, do you throw a second pardon to the same individual? I think it will be very calculated. If he pardons Manafort, it's going to be something that happens at the right strategic time, so he only has to do it once. And he, you know, does that mean that that he's going to do a little bit of jail time before he gets that pardon? Possibly. You know, we don't know what he's going to get sentenced to. A lot of a lot of analysts are saying he's looking at a life sentence based on some of the allegations and where he's going to fall in the sentencing ranges. And it's important to, to, to know, folks, when you're convicted or you plead guilty to a federal crime, the court determines what your federal sentencing guideline range is. They don't have to stick to that, but that's kind of the guide of, of where you should fall. Now, in the background of all this, we have the president now saying, what about the media, Richard? The president's now making commentary on 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 the media and, and, and if I'm not mistaken, Google as well, right? I can barely keep up with all of the things that are being said about the media. But the most recent thing is that Google is intentionally shading and 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 adjusting and manipulating searches so that right-leaning news agencies don't pop up near the top of Google searches. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but there is something that is true that I found out today. And I'm not going to make any blanket statements about anyone, but I saw a post on social media today that said if you Google the word idiot, a certain executive officer's image pops up right away in the Google search. And I, and, and I welcome you to give it a try right now and, and see what happens. Oh, goodness. Hold yeah. on. I'm, I tried this earlier today. So thanks to the wonderful world of technology, I have an iPad. I'm sitting here and I'm Googling idiot. Just Google the word idiot. And who comes up? Wow. Uh, the top search is billboard calling Trump our leader. The idiot divides New Jersey town for same reason. You start scrolling down. Um, wow. That's that's incredible. Now, there's the a fact, lot of Trump posts. There's a lot, lot of, of Trump posts. And the fact that normally when you Google a word, the first thing you typically see, because Google has this wonderful service, the first thing you typically see is a definition of that word. Um, take another word like pneumonia or, or, or right. anything. I'm looking I'm looking at Google and this is a mobile device. The definition is not at the top. It's it's under the top stories. Um, there's an article, you know. You know, they control, do they control their own search optimization when it comes to something like idiot or did something? So my question becomes, is this Google or is this someone optimizing the word idiot to where Google is now coming up with these things? Because plausible deniability is Google can say, look, you know, we sell we sell terms, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we're Google AdWords. Richard and I are both lawyers and, 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 and the, and the dream is to have enough uh, moolah and lucra to be able to tag phrases that will attract and allure searches to your law firm. So on the one hand, is this Google or is this, is this someone and not to be a, not to be a conspiracy theorist, but could this be someone on the right doing this? Well, you know, it could be someone on the left. It could go either way. It could be someone on the left. But look, this is, I don't put it past this this administration or presidency to do guerrilla marketing such that they would, you know, 
and look, this is a president that's not afraid to tweet, but, 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 but certainly I don't put it past and I'm not, look, I'm not putting on the metal hat. Is possibly vodka drinking I'm comrades. Just, I'm just saying, who it, knows? It's, it's hard to say it's just Google. Somebody, I think somebody I'm speculating. I don't have proof of this. I think somebody's buying that term and that term is being purchased by somebody and it may not necessarily be Google. Now, that being said, if you go to certain news organizations, certain ones that are perceived to be left-leaning or right-leaning, you get two different versions of what's going on with this th- these federal cases. But be not mistaken, we're, we're in a, a strange history where we have all the president's men right now giving us tutorials on how the federal criminal justice system works. And folks, it's only going to get worse. So that's about it for this episode of Legally Unfiltered. Uh, You've been listening to myself, Franz Borkhardt, and Richard Sprinkle. Uh, We will uh, update this podcast when we get some more... Uh, convictions or deals or or there's or definitely more to come on this one snitching snitching at the presidential level i love it it's fantastic so y'all have a great day and we'll talk to you guys soon the views and opinions expressed in legally unfiltered do not constitute legal advice if you would like it legal advice on the topics that we've discussed send us money that's right go ahead and retain us do not kids try this at home